Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out again this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week, we have the Z-Man. What's up, Z-Man? There's an elf on the shelf, and he's sitting by himself, watching me. There's an elf in the tree, and he's sitting on his knees, watching me. That's creepy, bro. The creepier part is that I think I stole it from a six-year-old who made it up himself. That's, that's, that's double creepy right there. On the other mic is the, uh, the mighty Gantor. What's up, Gantor? Yeah, I'm a little creeped out. It's creeped out, right? Sounds like a pedophile. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, to, to start off, uh, fantasy football update, playoffs. Hey, who's in the playoffs? Uh, that would be uh, me and you. Ah, huh. what happened to Corey? Didn't quite make the cut. Aww. You had to make top six out of ten teams? You couldn't even make the top six out of ten teams? I have no comment. (laughs) All right. This week. Something must be done about Elf on the motherfucking shelf. What the fuck is that about? Gantor, do you have one of these things, Gantor? Hell yeah. It's the only way I can control my kids. can Can you explain to... Anybody who's listening right now who does not know what Elf on a Shelf is? It's a uh, pretty much a non-scary boogeyman that you threaten your kids with if they're doing something you don't like. But what it, it looks like a creepy child molester doll that you just position around the house. And the idea behind it, 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 it correct me if I'm wrong, Gantor, the idea behind it is there's a book that comes along with it, right? And you read the book to your kid when you first put the Elf on the Shelf at the beginning of the Christmas season. And you explain that the Elf has magic and that every night... The uh, the elf goes back to Santa's uh, Santa's house there in the North Pole, and reports back on everything you did during the day, and that's how Santa figures out what list you're on, whether you've been on the naughty list or the nice list. That is correct, sir. Right, and and then and then the 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 elf comes back, and it's usually in some other place because of elf magic or elf mischief. Yeah. So what's your problem with it? My problem with it is that it's fucking sadistic. How is it sadistic? Because you're you're torturing your children. You're you're having your children live in fear of a creepy ass elf doll that's sitting somewhere in your house. Maybe if you have wuss children. You know what? Fuck your mom, Gantor, okay? It's creepy. It's creepy and you know it. That fucking elf is sitting there watching you, always watching you. I mean, just listen to the fucking creepy-ass song that Z just sang. Well, so that's what makes it creepy. But if if you take that song out of the equation, I've seen way creepier dolls elsewhere. Dolls that I'm actually afraid of. That elf on the shelf is nothing. So so here's here's the thing, right? Elf on you're you're basically using the elf on the shelf as a threat to say be good or you won't get any Christmas presents. Is that that's the nut of it, right? Yeah. Shit, I told you that's the only way I can get him to listen to me. You can beat him. There you go. That gets you sent to jail. Some creepy pedophilistic dolls on your shelf don't they're okay? Is that a serious question? <laughs> I don't know. No. Not really. So 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 Gantor, you're you're okay. You're okay with just threatening your children rather than trying to you know get them to behave normally. Yes. You're relying on a fucking creepy ass doll to guilt your kids into being you know on good behavior throughout the Christmas season. What do you do for the other? What do you do for the other eleven months of the year? Hold on, hold on. To be fair, to be fair on this, 
Corey's just taking advantage of a well-known uh, story to get his kids to be good things. Fine. He didn't start the story. But fine. What do you do in the other 11 months of the year? I don't know, Spear. If I knew, an, if I had an answer to that, I probably wouldn't need Elf on the Shelf now. So here's the here's the other thing about the here's the other thing about the Elf on the Shelf. It has to uh, you have to move it every every night, right? That's part of the Elf magic, right? Part of the Elf magic is to move, supposed to. to reposition it. So you have yeah. to find some interesting place to put it. And then there's like a, a little hide and seek game that comes. Is that is that pretty much how it no, works? No, we don't do that. How do you deal with that? I mean, is it always in place? Just point it out. You just point it out. So there's no game that yeah. you play there. If if they behave, if they act up, yeah, I just say Elf on a Shelf's watching you. And then sometimes if they can't find it, they'll ask where he is, and then I'll point him out. Do you find yourself doing it with the Elf on the Shelf is watching you? Do you do no, it? No, Michelle doesn't let me do that. But you would though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. See. That, you don't think I, also, that... I also tell my kids I'm going to eat their legs. <laughs> I do that too. I every time my kid like bang, you know, he bangs his leg or he stubs his toe or something like that, he starts crying. About it. I said, "Oh, you want me to cut it off?" Yeah. See, you tell me. <laughs> you tell me that it's normal that I won't traumatize your kid. <laughs> yeah, I got no. I got no. None of these problems. These are fun problems to have, though. I'll say that much. Do you want me to cut off your leg? No, I don't want to wait with my leg. <laughs> Okay. It's even funnier if you if you pretend to eat it because while they're not while you know when they're not looking you can do the wide open shark mouth and just slowly move in yeah and then you and go, they no, see no. you and then they freak out that's right no no daddy don't eat no, my leg and they say all right I won't and then you do it again ten seconds later it's yeah awesome yeah and then I get I'm a little boy not food <laughs> yeah. What happens when you forget to move the elf? That's happened a few times. Luckily, they're kids, and they don't have that stringing together memory and rules and explanations doesn't really work that well. So you just kind of they'll forget about it. They they don't freak out at all. I mean, no. the whole thing is about the magic of the elf moving. That, oh my god! No. He didn't go tell Santa so, whether or not I was good, or you know, they don't freak you, out about no, it. No, you don't have to do that. You just say he's going to tell Santa, and that's that's all you need. I see. I think you're missing an opportunity there, right? I think I think you could get into like you know you could get into like the guilt trip thing, you know. Well, he didn't go anywhere because he didn't want to have to tell Santa that you you know hit your sister or you know were mean to mommy or something like that. You're missing an opportunity there. If you want you know more guilt. Yeah, because that's not gonna mess him up for life. Well, hey, look, if you're gonna go, go whole hog. Did you read the story behind how this thing happened? Like with the who the publisher of this. The whole, like, the the genesis of it? Yeah, so, like, these this chick was doing it for her own family and then, like, tried to uh, sell it to some other company and nobody would take it. So she's like, fuck this. I'm going to just make my own publishing company and I'm going to do it myself. 1.5 million units later. So she so she just went off to just create her own elf-on-the-shelf company? Yeah, they nice. came up with their own publishing company. I think they created, like, 300 copies of it on the first run and they now, to date, have sold over 1.5 mil. Nice. So one, thirty bucks a pop. One point five million suckers have bought these stupid things, and they and they spawn. What's interesting about it is that, is that they spawn all kinds of like message boards, Facebook. I I don't know if you guys have them on on your on your newsfeed, but my newsfeed is littered with people who are posting pictures from either Instagram or from wherever of where their little elves on the shelves are. Mm-hmm. I see that shit. You know, and. And it's like, oh, here's the elf on the shelf, you know, hiding hiding behind the couch. Here's the elf on the shelf, 
you know, hiding in the freezer because, you know, it's from the North Pole and it's cold and he likes the cold. And I'm like... You got some dumb friends. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Here's here's the elf on the shelf hiding on a fan. Oh, I saw that one. That was because we had the same friend. Yeah. <laughs> the the one the one I'm sure you saw Z was here's the elf on a shelf on a zip line. I didn't see that one. Yeah, elf on a shelf on a zip line. And the one other thing that people like to do with the elf on the shelf is they like to create like the, the whole with the whole mischief thing. They like to create like the elf does creates little scenarios for the family to do together. Like the one, the one family I know of has the elf on the shelf create a mess every night. That every morning they have to clean up together, as a family. That doesn't sound that bad. No, it's fucking ridiculous, Z. Because if you're a parent, you spend your entire day cleaning up messes while your child is running around the house systematically destroying it. Your whole job is to pick up after the kid, and so that you finally get the house back in order. You get the kid in bed, and then what do you do? You spend time creating another mess on purpose, Ganthor. Do you do you uh, do you create any of this mischief? No, shit, no. No, I'm telling you, it's it's like a paddle, except it doesn't traumatize as much as you would think. <laughs> True. I I, I, I mean, I'm, there's gonna be there's gonna be a whole generation of kids growing up freaked out that there's some dude watching them on the shelf. Yep. Dude, you're ridiculous. I'm not dude, ridiculous. This is, this is fucking Orwellian shit. It's like right out of 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Big Brother is watching. That's right. The elf on the shelf is you watching you. You guys are morons. The elf on the shelf is watching you, Ganthor. If you told him in general that some flying spaghetti monster is watching him all the time, no matter what, and it's judging them for everything they do. Well, that's what essentially is what's happening. They're going to report no. back to some, some fat jolly dude in the North Pole. Yeah, only while they believe in Santa Claus. Then once they find out Santa Claus is not real, all that stuff goes away, unlike... Jeebus and flying spaghetti monster and stuff. I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. It sounds traumatic. It sounds traumatic. I mean, there's going to be there. There are going to be psychiatrists that will make a cottage industry out of dealing with kids that have been traumatized by Elf on a motherfucking shelf. I'm convinced of this. I strenuously object. I. Oh, is that how it works? You strenuously <laughs> object. <laughs> Objection overruled. No, no, no. I strenuously, I strenuously object. object. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> Here's here's the other thing that I find traumatizing. You know, as long as as long as we're on the topic, taking your kid to go see Santa Claus. That creeps me out even now. Just thinking about what you're gonna say. So, the first the first part of it the first part of it is is squarely focused on the children, right? I mean, I mean it, it may be that I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, but with all the children that sit on Santa's lap, Santa Santa becomes a cesspool of viruses and and bacteria. Do you, do you do this? Do you take uh, you take your boy over? No, I won't let him. I won't let him within thirty leagues of a fucking Santa Claus. So, like, what if they had like Santa seats for Santas? But you, so yeah, you walk up to Santa Claus, you pull out the little wax paper before you <laughs> before you sit on Santa's lap. That would be hilarious. <laughs> little wax papers. I never understood that either. By the way, right? Uh, how that's gonna save you? Yeah, <laughs> from, from like shit jumping up on your balls. Yeah, I never understood that either. How a little thin piece of wax paper is gonna save you from the the bacteria or or, or whatever that that's potentially been festering in a toilet bowl, a public one. You know, no, I never understood that. But all right, so no, so I don't think the I don't think the Sandy C for the for the Santa's lap is gonna work either. It would be really funny though to see someone do it. Oh, it would be hilarious. 
Hilarious. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's an idea we can mark. And I mean, the name are, the name is already there. Santa Seat. Santa Seat. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 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 there's an idea that maybe we can market it. But I, I that I don't get. Like I, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a germaphobe. I don't know, Corey. Do you have do you have any kind of like? Oh God! How long has this Santa been there? Kind of thing. Like, do you want to hit that Santa Claus as early in the day as possible? No, I, I don't know. Do you take your kids to see him? Yeah, I remember them going to two, maybe three. And were your were your kids were your kids at all frightened by Santa? Yeah, yeah. When we took my oldest the first time, when we sat her on the lap. She had a, a horrified look on her face, like what? Did you just do to me? Why am I sitting on this thing? Yeah, what? Who is this guy, and why am I sitting on his lap? I I don't know. I, I I have seen countless pictures of, and people send these things as Christmas cards, by the way, which I find hilarious. I countless so. countless pictures of kids sitting on Santa's lap, screaming their eyes out, like bloody murder. Like, yeah, screaming like bloody murder, man. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And people send these things as Christmas cards. Oh, look how cute! My kids, my kids, terrified. Yay! What the fuck is that about? And you could just see that you could just you could just feel the person on the other side of the camera who's just sitting there going, and now everybody say Merry Christmas, click click. All my knowledge on this topic comes from the Christmas story movie, Ralphie. Oh, refresh my memory. Ralphie and the and the little brother, and he goes down that big slide, and like he forgets to tell Santa that he wants the red rifle BB gun. Red Rider. Red Rider, excuse me, and then. Santa's like, no, kid, you'll shoot your eye out. And he takes his big black boot and stomps on his head and pushes him down the slide. There you go. Well, just imagine how many little kids pooped in pants or peed their pants or whatever and or sat depending, on his lap. Or depending on which Santa you're seeing, how many times he's pooped on his own lap right. his pants. Right, and you got to know that that Santa costume doesn't get washed daily, if it's washed at all. Ever. Here's the, here's the, the, uh, the flip side of, of the Santa thing. How desperate do you have to be to take a job as a Santa Claus? Well, it depends if you have a really good beard. Why does that depend? Like, I've seen some mall Santas that they probably grow that shit with the intention of being a mall Santa. Probably. So it's not like they're like, this is like their last ditch effort of trying to get work. This is like, this is what they do. Why do you think they like doing it, Z? Because they probably look like Santa. So everyone's like, oh, you look like Santa. You should be a mall Santa. And they're like, all right, that's cool. Do you think the uh, pay is worthy enough to, you know, grow a beard all season and then be a mall Santa? Probably not, but I'm, I don't I'm know. Driving, I'm driving. Are retired guys here? Yeah, I'm driving something here. I mean, my my thing is, look, if you're gonna have hundreds of kids sitting on your lap, and we we know that kids are just festering piles of disease, just walking piles of disease. If hundreds of kids are going to sit on your lap, breathing in your face the entire time, why would you want to get paid, like, I can't, what, maybe $20 an hour, $15, $20 an hour to do Dude, this? Dude, I'm, I'm looking at this right now on AskVilleAmazon.com. Anywhere from 100 to 200 an hour if you have a real beard and real gut. All right. So if you are old and overweight... You can get paid 150 to 200 dollars an hour to have kids breathe on you throughout the day. Why would you do that? If Santa works 40 days during the holiday season, he can ring in the New Year's with 8,000 to 10,000 dollars in total wages. And that's and that's worth the p- potential gathering of the plague that you expose yourself to. Maybe. 
I don't know, man. To me, there's only there's only two reasons to take on a Santa job. Either you're desperate for desperate for a job or you're a pedophile. There's no in between. Maybe they just want to spread holiday cheer, dude. Yeah, I can't believe that. And why do you guys hate Christmas? I don't hate Christmas. I don't hate Christmas. You sound like you hate Christmas. I don't hate Christmas, man. You hate the elf, you hate this, you hate Santa. I like a blah, Christmas blah, blah, blah. I like a Christmas story when fucking Santa at the mall gets curb stomped. Were you Jewish? No. I love Christmas. I love the tree. You I love I love what? <laughs> Trying to figure out why you hate America. I don't hate America. I don't hate Christmas. I, I just I'll let think, our listeners be the judge of that. I mean, that's fine. I, I just think there are certain traditions, certain things that we do to our kids that are just flat out wrong. Tormenting our children to get them to behave during the Christmas season, I don't get. And here's here's the other thing. At the, at the King of Prussia Mall near me, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, home to the second largest second largest shopping mall in the United second, States. Second to who? To the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Then you're not. Minnesota. Then you're not second because uh, the one in Syracuse is now the largest. Is it? Yeah, Destination USA is now the largest. How about that? All right, so we're third then, right? Third in the country. Whatever. It's a big fucking mall. All right, <laughs> big enough that it has not one, not two, but three Santas. Located strategically in different parts of the mall. But in different parts of the mall, if you're walking around the mall with your kid Christmas shopping, you're more than likely going to run across all three Santas. How do you explain that to your kids? The same way you explain how Mickey Mouse is like in different costumes in nine different parts of the park. No, but see, Disney doesn't do that. Yeah, they do. No, Disney only has one character, one version of a character running around the park at a time. Get out. That's right. Because they don't want to blow that illusion. Hmm. So how do you explain that to your kids? How did okay. Look, Santa was right over there just a minute ago. He was right in front of the JCPenney. How the hell did he end up over here? In another house that looks just like his other house. Right. Magic of elves. Yeah, right. Santa's magical. Santa can exist in multiple phase spaces, little boy. Wrap that around your brain. That's right. Oh, a little quantum physics for your Christmas season, fucker. At some point, you're diluting the magic of Santa yeah. Claus. At some point, I can't stand all the stupid Santas in commercials now. That Mercedes-Benz Santa. Yep. Shoot him in his fat face. Yep. Yeah. At some point, at some point, you gotta you gotta just admit to your kids. That's not Santa Claus. That's a guy dressed up as Santa Claus. That's not really a magical elf. It's just a creepy-ass doll sitting up on someone's mantle. You don't have to be afraid of that. In fact, give it to me. I'm going to urinate on it and then light it on fire. How are you going to light a, a wet doll on fire? Fine. I'll light it on fire and then urinate on it. All right. How about that? Just trying to save you some frustration. That's all right. And I'll, and I'll drink a good amount of alcohol beforehand. Maybe it'll... Maybe I get some pyrotechnics. You want some? Uh, you want some holiday fun? Here we go, son. Daddy's gonna get tanked, and then he's gonna light the elf, the elf on the shelf on fire. <laughs> I would actually enjoy watching you do that. <laughs> what? Get tanked or light the thing on fire? Both. <laughs> Can't say that I've ever seen you tanked. I have. You sound like that's a repressed memory, Z. Oh, he's, I've, I've, no, he's he's funny. He's a funny drunk. I've seen him drunk too. Okay, so <laughs> it's, what's fair is fair. <laughs> yeah, we're not the, kinda, we're, we're not the beat people up mean people. We're like the ones that like we get silly, we do stupid things, and then we fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> see, I could I could see you being that way, Z. But Spear, I kind of assume would like the angry, angry, depressive drunk. No, I'm a fun drunk. 
Well, why don't you ever get drunk? Because he has to drive home and shit. Yeah. Your wife lives a mile away. She'd come pick... Worst case, you could walk home. That's a hard call to make, bro. It's not a hard call to make. You just it's tell your wife mile. ahead of time that I'm going to get bombed. Can you come pick me up? Can you drive a mile to come pick me up? Yeah, with my, kid in, with my kid in tow in the back seat. Why are we going to get daddy? Because your daddy's a staggering alcoholic. Well, you don't have to tell your kid that. I'm daddy smells puppy. funny. <laughs> <laughs> if we've established anything through this whole show, it's about honesty with my child. Okay. Have daddy get sick, mommy? <laughs> All right. What did we learn? What did we learn about? Uh, what did we learn about the elf on the shelf? What did we learn about you know things we things we do to our kids during the holiday season? What did we learn, Z? Well, I was gonna say we learned that um, it maybe a career opportunity is to become a mall Santa. Yeah, if you like the idea of being exposed to virus and viruses and disease pretty much all day, every day. Not bad work if you can get it. There you go. As long as you're overweight and can grow a long white beard. Help with your uh, health care costs for diabetes care you're going to need. Yeah, and hopefully your health care is good. And, you know, if you get anything, you don't die. Uh, Gantor, what did you learn? That you hate America. I don't hate America. And freedom. I don't hate freedom, and I don't hate Christmas. Your words speak for themselves, sir. Fair enough. Uh, I, I learned that Ganthor is a bad parent, and that he's willing to hey. he's willing to guilt his kids into behaving by using this this elf on a shelf. Defend thyself, Ganthor. I use whatever works. There you go. So if you use whatever works, why don't you go ahead and post it on a Facebook page? Facebook.com/slash/fourlisteners or fourlisteners.com. Uh, check out the show on Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Just search for four listeners and we'll pop right on up. We thank you for checking us out this week and we hope that your little elf will allow you to check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. That sounded really dirty. I know. The elf on the shelf is watching you each and every Christmas.